Welcome to the Blackout Podcast, where I get to talk to amazing people who do amazing things. And today I have a friend, a brother, creative, oh, and a boxer, actually. <laughs> Joseph, thanks for coming to the show today. So, I mean, I remember first time when I met you, I reached out because I needed someone that like had a video background. And I want to start with that because to me, the boxing one just came out of the blue. So I will start with the video one. How did you get into making videos? Um, I would say it really started from uh, out of necessity. You know, necessity? Yeah, yeah. In what way? Um, so uh, when I first came to Canada, I used to live in Vancouver. I was doing uh, school. Wait, 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 wait. You lived in expensive Vancouver. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. At the time, you know, the situation was uh, made sense. The numbers were making sense. Oh, okay. And the moment they stopped making sense, <laughs> and, you, know, you know, we had to, we had to um, go back and, and think what could be more right. efficient. And then, you know, I moved down to this place. And just the experience in the short while that I was in Vancouver, I realized that I kind of wanted to come here to do something. I didn't want to have to work like I was working in Vancouver. You know, I kind of wanted to do something go to school and have something that brings me joy, you know, bring me a little bit of a meaning and not just going to work and going to school. Because I, I found it more painful when I did it in Vancouver, you know. Oh, okay. So um, when I moved to, uh, down to this place, I think for about six months, um, I just didn't want to work. I didn't even want to like the city to even, <laughs> it was that funny, right? <laughs> but, uh, you know, the city grew on me and... You know, I, I had to find, think about something that I wanted to do. Mm. I started off with photography, bought my first camera, you know, did a couple of gigs. And uh, later down the line, I just felt like um, I just needed to become more valuable. Mm. You know, and I tried videography. I just love the concept of storytelling. You know, and when I watch movies, I just love the, you know, the cinematography and, you know, all of those, you know, little details and stuff. So I don't know, I just started exploring, exploring until you reached out. Mm. Even at the time, you know, it wasn't even that I, I and again, so like I knew it's like, you know, you're looking for someone to to grow and you know like develop and stuff like that. And I and I knew that at the time that's kind of what I wanted. Mm. But at the same time too, you know, it was like a necessity thing where it's like, you know, I'm trying to hustle this, you know, make money here and, mm, and stuff. So. Mm, mm. so yeah. Well, like okay, so actually, let's even go a little bit further. Moving like what why. Did he decide to migrate to Canada, and how was that process for you? I uh, I came here for uh, would I say greener pastures, you know, like that's the the most that's the common reason why most people come out here. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, the 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 best medium for that was through education, and when I was done with high school back home, you know, my parents thought that uh, as the first son as well too, you know, like um, come out here, you know. And make hopefully make way for others as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, in terms of the process, it was it was quite honestly it was it was smooth. You know, I would say I, I was blessed. You know, it was it wasn't anything chaotic. Like from the beginning to the end, it took about four months. Oh wow! You know, and, and planning it's like literally we thought about it in August. Conversation started in December. You know, I was in Canada. 
Holy smokes. Wow, <laughs> that is so crazy. I, From Nigeria? Yeah. Holy I shit. I know, I know. So, like, I'm Nigerian and my experience is not formal. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Like, again, it's like my uh, my dad, the, the kind of job he does, you know, he's very, very detailed and, you know, he thinks we're, oh. we're, we're ahead. So it's, it's something he's had, you know, in front of his mind since probably when i was in high school but gotcha. it was just waiting for the right moment right right yeah. well okay now that, that makes, makes sense because right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh my god let's just you know. get out of here um okay and then vancouver like what are some of the differences you noticed between living in vancouver versus living in halifax i would say one is um it's the diversity is different like in Vancouver, it's it's a lot more, um, what I say, communal, like in terms of like out here, it's like you see people everywhere, you know, different kind of places. I think maybe because of the the, the school population as well right. too. Right. But uh, in Vancouver, it's like you know, there's a place where you know they're known for specific ethnicities. Oh, so you if know. you go here, you see the Asians exactly. here. Oh, exactly. Okay. And um, um. It makes sense because it's it's a very big BC is a very big province, mm. but I just find it's it's a lot more like that, and there's a lot more. Obviously, there's a lot more things that one can do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very hard for you to wake up and just be like, uh, you know, I don't want to do anything. You know, that being said, too, when you're around that kind of environment, it's then harder to do things too, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know exactly what so, you mean. You know, but just speaking from this perspective, you know, having lived here for this long, I would say. That's the major difference, like for me, just the uh, the fact that uh, you know now I'm I'm thinking about the days I spent in the I'm like, man, you know I could do this, 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 mm. da, 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 and stuff. So, mm. Yeah. Okay, so you know you came here like, fuck. Okay, I'll study. What did you study? I first of all started with engineering. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. Which one? Uh, mechanical. Okay. Mechanical. You know that was the goal. Um, because when I was in Vancouver, I did the uh, the diploma. I did a science diploma. And, you know, I wanted to transfer to UBC, you know, but, you know, the tuition was so high, you know, and, you know, the economy wasn't necessarily, you know, facilitating, you know, that kind of goal. So I obviously had to look for other options that wouldn't just throw away the amount of time and investment I already put in. And fortunately enough, my college had this partnership with Dow. It was like a university transfer program. So literally same thing too. In December, I thought about it. In January, I was Beep. here. <laughs> you know, it was like that. Like, you know, thinking about it, it's like, man, like, you know, I'm, you know, I could be quite spontaneous. Right, so right, right, saying. right. Yo, man, so just like, deciding just... to move, like, from one end of Canada to the other to the end. Inside, literally, right. literally. Holy you know, smokes. Wow. But, yeah, thinking about it, like, it's, uh, you know, I enjoyed it. I came out here. I did, um, I think I did... Again, I didn't really want to like this place, so I just wanted to test it. So I didn't want to commit into mm. doing a, a full, you know, full course program. So I just took three courses, you know, and they were um, still science engineering based. And then after that, I applied in the summer, I applied into the faculty of engineering and then I got accepted and then I started there. And then after my two years, which is the diploma, right? You know, I just felt like I wanted to do uh, something a lot more you know, hands-on business, you know, commerce-related, you know, finance. And then I went to, I applied to St. Mary's University, to transfer to St. Mary's University uh, to study uh, global business. 
Wow. So you're taking care of the engineering side and the business side. Okay, okay, okay. I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm just, the way I think about it, I'm just, you know, I'm just going through it. Like it's, it's, it isn't expensive, right? But I find it's a lot more valuable. That's why it's even a lot more valuable. Mm. Because right now it's like, I know that, you know, in, in a perfect world, like I'd want to be able to incorporate all of this knowledge and, you know, mm. bring forth something out of it. Mm. So. Mm. But let's talk about you saying, I just want to test the waters out. What made you decide to stay? What, what did you end up loving about Halifax? I would say, um, I think it was mostly when I started doing photography. Um, when I commercialized it, I would say, you know, it was different from something that, from things that I'd ever done. Like I had done like, you know, little businesses here and there, but it was never, you know, like one-on-one -on -one in terms of like, okay, you have to develop yourself, mm. learn this, 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 and all of that. So the first six months that I was here, I wasn't outside. You know, I wasn't, I didn't make no friends. I just didn't want anything that would keep me attached in, in this mm. place, right? I just wanted to, you know, fulfill my parents' obligations of like, let's check this place out and then mm -hmm. go back, right? Um, but in that six months, you know, I picked up a camera, you know, did a couple of gigs and I just loved the experience. And, you know, I just thought like, man, like, you know, this place is not that bad. And it's a lot more forgiving too. You know, I, I mean, mean like, compared to freaking Vancouver, <laughs> right? man. So, yeah. You know, so I felt like, you know, if I go to Vancouver and I was to start this, I don't think, you know, I'll be overwhelmed. You know, I would, I might not be as motivated or even, it's a lot more saturated, you know, mm. out there. So now let's talk about, you know, the photography. I mean, I'm not saying it's easy, but compared to videography, there's like a huge learning curve there. What are some of the things you did to do that <clears throat> transition from camera photography to videography? Um, I, I think mostly was, uh, I didn't want to see it as uh, so much of a difference. You know, I just, I think, uh, so when I was in my research, I, I had heard a filmmaker say something like, oh, the difference between photos and video is just, you know, one is continuous motion, right, basically, but it's just all single frames of photos, photos. Mm -hmm. So when I thought about it that way, I was like, okay, I feel like I can transfer, you know, like for example, composition, uh, you know, like understanding lighting, you know, a little bit about you, like all those things, like I, you know, I can at least get away with something and not come off across as an amateur. Mm. Like when I'm in an amateur, like I just picked up a camera and I just started doing videos, right? Like at least I'll get certain things, you know, right? Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I approached it from a photography standpoint until obviously I, I realized that I needed to, you know, like, you know, it's a different beast in its own. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so I mean. yeah. But, you know, when you drill it down, there's just like photos being put together, but still, you know, how you did a photo versus how you did a video, yeah. it's a whole nother ball game. Um, so did you, with, with the gigs you did, you had to pretty much one-man show, it's all you, or did you ever work with teams? Yes, I, I did. Again, that's one of the things that I, one of the things that I leveraged, because it's like, having done photography, I also realized that, you know, like, uh, you cannot do everything by yourself, especially when, again, it's like necessities. Like I wanted to make, start, I wanted to be in a position where I can start to get value almost immediately, so to speak. So I knew that in order to do that, like I wouldn't, for example, audio, if I had a gig, like I wouldn't sit down on night trying to figure out audio. If I know someone who can just come and run that and give me a professional work and make me look good, mm. you know, so to speak. 
you know, to my clients as well too, right? So, um, yeah, I think that's the, um, the I enjoyed the the storytelling aspect of it. I feel like that's what I if if I enjoyed the editing, you know, let, let me put it like that. Just incorporating the the creativity that comes to just you know matching shots and doing all this uh, the the storytelling and all of those things like I enjoy it when it comes to videography mm. um or you know taking videos but other than that like it's pretty much I see, I view both of them so um most of the gigs were like events and stuff or yeah is is are you ever going to make like a film film I hope I hope I hope I really hope to do so like in my heart like that's documentary that's what I would love to you know like why do. documentary because I feel like that's the best uh you know place where you could make a lot more impact in terms of like when it comes to storytelling you know like and it could come in different forms like when I say documentary like not necessarily like uh um basically just being able to tell a story in a in a very in a documentary style way, if, if if I don't know how to explain it in the layman language. Talking but. about <laughs> documentary though, um, like <clears throat> are there some documentaries that you watch and love? Yes. Um, say for example, um, okay. Say on Netflix, there's this documentary that I feel like that would be my kind of, you know, when I saw, it, I was like, this could be the next style documentary that i would really enjoy to you know be a part of uh it's uh is it uh is it anna is it becoming becoming anna is oh the lady that was like stealing people. scamming yes <laughs> exactly that that that, that documentary. <laughs> like it's funny the first time i watched it you know i wasn't like i wasn't so much present on social media like i just bumped into it on a netflix so mm -hmm. i had watched it before i even heard you know like so, heard the storyline saw how it was trending online but when I saw, I didn't even get all the storyline. All I was just so immersed was with the way they, you know, like just the, the documentary style. They made it so mm. real that even if you saw this, a couple of weeks later, I saw her in a different movie and it just felt so real and authentic at the same time. And you knew that, you know, certain things were added. You know, they made oh, it obvious. Obvious, yep, you know, yep, yep. You know what I mean? It's like you're getting the real message at the same time too. You're getting the, the creative, you know, the documentary filmmaking style mm. i gotta say i love documentaries on netflix and one of the ones i don't know if you've seen it it's called pepsi where's my jet no it's freaking brilliant right so what happened is years ago pepsi had like uh you know if you drink you have points and with the points you can win t-shirts you know glasses but if you had maybe five million or 50 million points or whatever they'll give you a jet <laughs> and this boy <laughs> found a way to get the points and then Pepsi don't want to pay don't did not want to give him his jet so this is what the documentary is about I've not finished it yet but like oh my god like, wow god damn like first of how he even figured it out was that you know I mean you know they had like their fine print and stuff so he went to read it and he found out that you can actually buy the points Right, because if you're just drinking mm. Pepsi, you wouldn't have it. But if you bought something, you can actually buy the points. So he has this guy that has money, and the guy's like, "Sure, I'll give you the oh, money to man. go and buy." So he got all the points. <laughs> he sent it to Pepsi. Pepsi is like, "Yeah, no, sorry, you can't get the jet." He's like, "What? I want my jet." <laughs> oh, 
Uh, it's it's smart and, and stupid at the same time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you gonna do with a jet? Right? But I think he, he so he calculated that the jet is like thirty two million, but the money they need to spend to buy the points, it's like five hundred thousand. So that's like a freaking good investment or something. Still, anyway, I love I love crazy, I, I love that documentary. Yeah, like no, you I'll too. check it out. I'll check it out. Like yeah, I love watching documentaries. So anyway, so um you started making all these events and stuff. When did you say, okay, this is something I see myself doing for a while and just, you know, not just to I guess keep myself busy. Um, I I, th I think I'm still trying to figure that out, you know. I would still say, um, I'm still trying to learn. You know, it's like every time I say I do project, I'm, I'm finding ways to be a lot more efficient. You know, with you know like uh, production or even post production. You know, all of those things. Um, I feel like until maybe when I get to that point, then I'll know. Okay, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I know for sure that the uh, ambitious side of me is like. You know, I want to be able to produce a documentary. You know, I feel like I know what, I, I have what it takes, you know, in terms of like my own personal contribution. Mm -hmm. You know I, know, I know that in order to do that too, I need to collaborate with, you know, a lot of people. So I'm still trying to figure out like, right now I'm enjoying post-production. You know, I want to know, if, is it just post-production that I just want to do? Or is it like, do I want to be out in the field like getting these footages and, you know, writing story and writing scripts and, one of those things, it's like, like you said, right now it's a one-man show. Mm. So until I'm able to, you know, kind of figure out, you know, what it is that, you know, I'll be a lot more efficient and, you know, be happy doing. Talking about that, um, music videos, how did that happen? Because uh, you made it, anyway, let's start with how did you get into music videos? Uh, I think it was, it's, it's the same thing too. The first project that I ever did was with my uh, trainer, uh, Omar. He was uh, trying to teach like uh, boxing videos, right? So we thought, okay, why don't we film videos? And he was my, I basically used him to develop, to learn. He's your guinea pig. Exactly, right? <laughs> it was exactly my lab right? He was so excited and he got a lot of workout in too because every time, you know, we're both perfectionists. And, you know, after that, you know, by the time we're done and uh, Tosan too, Arenia, he was my very, very, he's a brother to me, right? So it's like, when I told him about it, he said, okay, let's, you know, work on a project. Mm. You know, it's you just, sometimes it's like, if you have someone who can just believe in you, it doesn't even matter. It's like, bro, I just said, if you make a video, all right, let's, I have this project, let's do it. It's a good thing you mentioned him, because that's the video I wanted to bring up. The video I love, um, and I, I want, I'm going to just go on a rant about the video, is the one on the basketball court. Yes. Uh, bust it. How, what was the story there? How did you get that happen? How did you get the people together? All that stuff, walk me through it. Yeah, I think first of all, it was the the reason why that's something to I said earlier. It's like when you work with good people, it's like they make you look good. Mm. You know, they make everything look good. Uh, that was the first project that I had experimented with, you know, just collaborating with as many people as who wanted to be a part of, you know, the project. And I just wanted to do one part kind of like just oversee it and then just post-production but every other thing i wanted everyone to come together and do it mm. uh the second part was the chemistry that i have between myself and tosin you know prior to this we've worked on so many other projects outside of photography so we we kind of like understood each other mm -hmm. right so when he uh when he came to me with the 
with the concept. He he played the song or we listened to the song, and uh, he told me the kind of vibe that he wanted. And the reason why I said we have good chemistry is like he trusts my uh, creative direction, you know. So he just told me it's like, you know, this is this is this is the theme, you know, so to speak. Mm. You know, make of it what whatever you deem fit, you know. And I was like, okay. And I uh, saw it as an opportunity for myself to, to experiment on so many concepts that I'd just been, you know, theory, uh, theory, uh, just doing the theory side of things, mm-hmm. just learning. Uh, so I hit up, uh, I knew the part of the things that I wanted. I wanted someone who was going to get me the kind of footages that I wanted to work with, you know, and uh, at the time I was working with uh, GenX Production. His name is Joel. And I, I worked with my T in the field. He knows how to get really good shots. You know, I told him, I was like, oh, bro, I'm working on this project. You know, like, I'd love for you to come I'm be sure. a part of it, right? <clears throat> and he came through, you know, did an amazing job. Same thing, too. It's like we have a good working relationship that mm. in as much as I had the shots that I wanted, <clears throat> you know, the moment I, he just said, okay, bro, what do you want? Like, this, 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 this. He even he would give me more than what I wanted, right? Mm, Same mm. thing too with the dancers, you know, uh, praise, I, you know, I told her, okay, this is what the, she came up with the whole, uh, what's it called, routine, dance routine for the song. You know, here have one of our friends too, they came through, you know, Tosun invited his friends over. So it was more so like a community, it was just fun. It was. A, it didn't feel like work. I it said, was a fun you know, video. Exactly. God damn. So it was I, I love the. I think I love that. It was in a basketball court in the. Was it in the north end? Yeah, it was uh, Margaret Park. I, yeah, I was like, I know that place. I, I kind of, you know. And then you know, how long did it take to shoot? And what was the shoot day like for you guys? Uh, so I think it was two days. We could have done it done it all in one day, but we all had the clashing schedule, and I think. On one of the days, the weather wasn't wasn't uh, favorable. Halifax, right? <laughs> so Halifax. We just had to we had to we had to reschedule. But it took us two days, and the two days by two days, technically I would say one. The, the other day was just uh, myself and you know Tosin, just little shots that we wanted to get specific uh, bureaus of the place. But the shoot itself took a whole day, <clears throat> and um, yeah, it was it was a whole quick. It wasn't. Uh, it was. It wasn't. I don't know. It was. It was easy. No, it looked I think great too. Put it. Like, it looked great. You know, it was um, good. And then the post production for that project. How was it? Yeah, I think that's where the pain was. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where the. At some point, like I, I, I got to a point, and I was just like, because, because uh, you know, the video had two parts, right? Like it was like a feature with, uh, you know, Razlax. So it's like. I had to also give, kind of like, give a different storyline for his own background because he had his own different energy as well too. And he's my very good friend, so I, we had an understanding as well too. So, um, if I'm being honest, it's like, outside I really had to push. <laughs> you know, like, if, if when I mean push, like, to really, you know, just make it, you know, uh, cohesive, you know, just oh, to bring everything together. Oh, yeah. You know, to really, really, really because man working with artists like musicians oh, man they can be <laughs> difficult man they are either late True. or like i want to do this but like <laughs> can we just do this and then we've already agreed on making it white they'll show up with black that's true 
We say we want to do white. Why is she going to be black now? Oh my god! And That's then exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. So, know? like, I can see why the post production, but the the project came out. Love it. I've seen that video a couple of times. Thank and you. then, um, <clears throat> I'm I'm just chilling on Instagram one day. And actually, it wasn't on your own page. It was on a different person's page. And I'm like, I know this person. And because uh, it tagged you. And then I'm seeing your page. And I'm like, okay, what the f- boxing? <laughs> like, boxing? What, what, where, did, where did the hell boxing thing come from? I know. Um, I, I, it's, it started from my, if you remember when I said, like, I was filming content. Yeah, for, your lab rats. You know, my lab rats. Exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. like. He was my uh, he's but my wait, trainer. So you decided to go. I mean, when you when most people want to think fitness, it's like I'm gonna go to the gym, I'll do the uh, treadmill, or I'll, you know weights or whatever. Why did you think of going on boxing routes? I didn't actually start off with with boxing. Like when I when I came out here, it's like like in Nigeria. First of all, it's I just had the, we just played rough, you know, like the way we played back yeah. home, right? It's like from high school, we, we didn't really understand. Uh, working out of sports science, like the way the West, you know, kind of understood it. It's like we just played rough and just, you know, it was just what it was. Yeah. So when I came in here and I walked into a gym and, you know, all of that, I saw that translate, you know, and I saw how, you know, good and how uh, it felt like I had been doing it for a while. You know, the the the, the transition or the growth was, was really quick. Uh, so I was lifting weights most of the time at the gym. Because still, I was very skinny. <laughs> so I was very skinny, and you know, so I, I I was lifting weights at the gym. I I was very quite progressive with that, and I loved the way it made me feel. But um, I just felt like I wanted to try other things too. Um, I knew at the gym too. It's like naturally, I'd love to do things that were a lot more uh, cardio based. You know, like a lot more uh, things that I would use my body weight, you know, like all of those kind of things. But mm-hmm. when I came out here and I saw weights, I was just fascinated with pushing it. And I pushed it to as far as I, as far as I could, mm-hmm. you know, I started having injuries and started having some discomforts and stuff. And during COVID, COVID happened, um, we stopped it in the gym, right? Yeah. I was still keeping shape as, as, uh, as best as I could. And during that time, you know, everyone was by themselves or with their loved ones and, and everything. Mm. And myself and Omar, we happened to hang out a lot. Like literally, we, we were just like brothers, right? So we're hanging out every single time. So we're like, we might as well make the best of this, right? So he's like, just show up every day. You know, I told him, uh, he himself, he's, uh, he's, he's uh, you know, he's quite a specialist. Like he played sport, he's had injuries. And he's one person who I felt like I knew at a point <laughs> where, where I was at the time, like the way my body felt, like mm. he had felt it. Oh, right? yeah. And I knew, and I kind of know where he's at right now. And it's like, I've been with him on the side, but I, it's it's still fascinating how he's able to, you know, move and control his body and, you know, all this pain disappears and stuff. So, mm. you, know, I've, you know, he's he's legit, right? So I showed up every single time and, you know, we started. And throughout COVID, you know, we worked out like animals, like literally every <laughs> single day. Like, I'm not even joking. It's like, how, how long day. would you walk? What would it be the duration of each workout? So um, I don't know what we're on. I think it's COVID had its, its effect, you know, people's psyche, right? So it's like 5 a.m. in the morning. I don't know what it Holy was. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's why I had to put that. It's why like, you have that 
early. I, I have no idea. I think it was just because, you know, everybody had time, right? So mm. it's like 5 a.m. It's like you don't even want to be at home. Plus, I, I, I live by myself. So it's like you're by at home all day. So it's like 5 a.m. I'd wake up in the morning and I'd run down to his place. He used to live on College Street. You know, I'd go down to that place and, you know, would come down to uh, there's this fountain, little park opposite the South Park. Mm. And, you know, would get some work there. I'd say would spend in the morning, would probably clock in like anything between an hour and a half and two hours, wow. you know. And then after that, immediately would go for paddleboarding. Like would walk from here to Chocolate Lake. Holy shit. You know, that, was a, that was a typical routine. And after that, would probably go to the beach. That is, whoa. Know, like it was just, it was, it was more just compounded. Like, mm. and then after that, we come home, we'll probably eat. And then the next thing, we're sitting at home watching maybe a, a fight or something. And next thing you know what? We'll pull out the chairs, <laughs> get some workout in. And then like that before you know it, it's like we get another three hours of workout. Holy shit. You know, we'll go home, repeat the next day. God some damn. days we just stretch, you know, mm. we we'll do a lot of things. So during that period, like I saw... Is he Omar uh, a, like a personal trainer or...? He is. Okay. He is. He is... A, more he coaches boxing oh okay right? like he, that, that's what he does he uses that like uh to kind of like emphasize the fitness side but he uses boxing techniques and right and, right and workouts and okay so you guys are doing this crazy crazy literally <laughs> workout walking out five in the morning and stuff but like at what point did he become like a thing because you know it's one thing just working out with a friend versus what you are doing on your instagram now it's Crazy. Yeah, I think it's, he just showed me, I, for, personally for me, I knew what I wanted. And I think that's what the difference was. What did you want? I wanted, um, aside from my body feeling, I wanted something that, you know, I can maintain and not have to put a lot of, you know, damages on my body. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's funny, that's very counterintuitive thinking that boxing is a, you know, it's a combat sport, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to you like, oh yeah, you know, they are hitting me, but yeah, you know, it's good for your body. You know, but it's, it's the training, really, the training right. side of it. But So I think it's it was when I started to see that it started to translate to other sides of my life. Mm. You know, not to be dramatic and everything. It's like when people are get, get introduced to martial art or, you know, like any type of physical combat sport, it's like, um, it's one sport that, it's different from every sport because it's like other sport you can play, but it's like it's, you can play the sport, but it's like at a certain level, it's it's different. It's mm. like it's, it's through its authenticity, it's it's real. It's like you cannot fake it. Mm. You know, at some point, it's like at the end of the day, if you're together with someone, in real life, you can talk and all of that. But when you're locked in a cage, it's like whatever you have, that's all you got, right? Mm -hmm. So um, when I start to see how you know the discipline side of it, you know, start to build character. You know, it started to uh, just give me a different perspective of the world, be a lot more critical. Mm. Gave me very, you know, confidence in myself too, right? And, um, you know, just the fact that, and it kind of complemented myself in terms of, you know, growing up is like, you know, you've been this kind of person, but it's like when you find certain things that sort of like align with, you know, your person, you know, mm. it's like, if, you know, there's certain sports you do, it's like, for people who are aggressive, you know, they do certain sports and they find joy in it, mm, you know. Mm. For example, it's like, yeah, boxing too, it's like, there wasn't so much of a conflict. Because I've tried so many sports, it's like, people, 
say that I, you know, I'm athletic and this and that, but I've tried so many sports, but personally for me, it's like, I get to the point and I just, it's it not aligning stick. with me, you know what I mean? Where did boxing stick? <laughs> I think it's, aside from the fact that it touched my life, say for example, soccer, right? Soccer, we've all been playing soccer, mm. right? But just the fact that it is soccer and it's team sports, uh, yeah. Say, say for example, right? <clears throat> now I can be a team player, but you know when it comes to at, at a high comp competitive level, you know where it's I do believe that you know the, it has to be fair. Like when I'm in fair, like it's if you're going to be put in a team, mm. it has to be people of equal yep. standards and quality, so that everybody's you know relying on each other, hundred percent confidence. Mm -hmm. But in individual sports, where it's like it's all you, you. can only trust yourself. It's all you. You know, so I think that's one one part of it. You know, boxing, why boxing stuck? Because soccer, like I said, it's like I, it gets the point. I, I don't think I would show up every day, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no. Actually, I would I would enjoy it. Like I played soccer, I played soccer all through. I still enjoy. It. I still played every now and then, but it's just different. Where it's like, I know how far I'll be willing to go for soccer, mm. and I know how far I've gone, and I'm willing to go for for boxing. So boxing. You know, you're training with Roma and stuff, and like you know, you're getting serious. COVID is over. You're back in school. Like, why did you keep it going? Apart from the discipline part and apart the changes, like, are you going to compete or I don't? Because you, you like, I don't know what other people say, but at least from what I've seen, it's like ah yeah, you can get in the ring or something. Because all these YouTube people, fuck. They are just making all this money and none of them, like, I don't know they are training, but I've seen some of your videos. And I'm wondering, what's the plan? Um, it's, it's the same thing, too, with, you know, it's like my education, for instance, right? It's, I see all of this coming together as one piece. In as well, that's a very, very vague answer. But to be specific about that, it's like right now, you know, I found a way. I know that being in school, you know, and having something out of school, you know, that I'm given not, not I wouldn't say equal amount of energy, but it's like I'm, I'm reasonably invested in both, right? And I'm at a point, or I'm getting to a point where, you know, I feel like competing wouldn't be bad. You know, I'm, uh, I would say both of them complement each other in terms of like, I enjoy going to school because after going to school, I can go to the gym and train, <laughs> right? And I, knowing that I, I would sleep well, feeling good the next morning to go to school, mm. you know, and stay motivated. Okay, so here's the thing, though. I know we're talking about boxing, 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 but I've seen videos where you also incorporate kicks. Yeah. So, like, I mean, is boxing the focus? Is there going to be kickboxing? Is there, like, an MMA thing, man? Yeah, definitely not MMA for now. I don't know. There's just something. I'm, I, I prefer watching the sport. Um, but for my kind of person, I feel kickboxing is, is what... I would enjoy a lot more. I started off with boxing. Uh, kickboxing or kicking was just my own personal curiosity. Like, I just loved the way people could, you know, the dexterity of the legs, you know, the way people were able to just use the legs and do, you know, like, just amazing things. Mm. And um, I just, personally for me, my legs are very tight. Like, you know, it's like when I'm in ties, like at the time, it's like my hips, the injuries that I had, like they just oh, stiffened out. from the squats and shit. Exactly, right? So when I started doing some kickboxing training, and then I realized, I thought that it was even going to be the opposite. It was even going to further damage my body. But if anything, like 
I started to feel good. I started to feel loose, more flexible, and you know, I had more speed. You know, so many things just started to make sense, mm. and I, from there, I picked it up. And yeah, in terms of competing, if I was going to compete, I'd rather compete as a kickboxer mm. than as a boxer. Reason oh. being because you know, boxing is a lot more. It's just boxing in itself. It's just hands, so it takes a lot more. It's, it takes a high, a high level of preparation, a high level of time and investment into the sport. Whereas kickboxing, where it's like you have a lot more variables. You know, it's like then you, you can leg and do leg, stuff. Right? So going back to the video that I started my whole boxing story, it was you training someone. Is that something you're doing? And is that something I can come and apply for? And yeah, um, there, I don't coach. And the reason why I say I say I don't coach is because um, I'll just I I'll just prefer to fight like in terms of you know I can for example my friends you know I would love them to be able to protect themselves mm. but in terms of like a full blown coaching um, unless I'm doing it for need like say for money at the time um, you know how people would be like coaching you know brings me meaning and stuff like that you know teaching is like that but right now. I do what I use coaching as I use it as a way to uh, reinforce, you know, my basics, you know, pretty much, and that's what uh, uh, my trainer Omar he he told me. He's like, uh, he's like, you can teach, you know, at least basics because the more you teach, the more you reinforce what you already know. Right, right, so right. He told me that, and you know, when he told me that, I was like, okay, like if anybody wants a workout, you know, just let me know. You know, it's it, it takes nothing. Like it's not like you're not gonna turn into a uh, a fighter in, you know, <laughs> like in, in one two sessions, right? Like yeah. it's, it's usually a compounded thing. But yeah, like I I I don't mind. Like and the more I teach the base, I realize like I never forget it. And that's the reason why. You know, I feel like I'm a lot more confident. Mm. You know, because I know that my foundation every single time. You know, I'm reinforcing it. So know? if I were to come to you, I'm like, hey. Joseph, this is cool. Uh, you know, train me. What What do we do? Um, just we just pick a date. Day we available. You know, just show up. I think it's really just showing up. Like it's not, it's not a like it, so many people. There's not so much preparation. It's like there's sometimes when I tell friends, okay, let's work out, and they're like, okay, but but I don't have a glove. You know, I don't have uh, hand wraps. You mm. know, I don't have a gym shoes. I don't have the proper this. I'm not, like, you know, there's a lot more. You know to those things you know sometimes it's just showing up talk to me like the rapping thing what is the story there because you know so in my head i'm saying you know if you are like boxing on the you know the bag or a person i can get it but if you are just doing shadow boxing why do you still need to wrap your wrist though i would say it's it uh it simulates the the concept of kind of like uh clenching your fist and this is very very subjective that like people might have different reasons but for me if i was to wear if i, if I was wearing the the hand wraps while i was shadow boxing is it kind of like for some people they tell you to some people they tell them to hold a tennis ball oh. or put something in their hands that just gives you the reminds you that you know because when you're shadow boxing without your hands or without your hands clenched if that becomes your habit then you're always gonna <laughs> exactly. So you're right. always gonna throw punches with your hands open. Right. right. So sometimes some people wear hand. I believe if I was to wear hand wraps, like 
wash out a box and like I would, it would be just, so I know that, okay, something is in my hands. And when I wear the hand wraps or where people want to wear hand wraps, it's like naturally you're, you're in that mode. You know, it's like, I've seen people shadow box with the full, you know, box. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, we're putting on the uniform and exactly. stuff, going just to war and stuff. Pretty much just visualizing and stuff. So, wow. Okay, Joseph, you know, it's great talking to you. I always thought we were going to talk about video. Here we are talking about <laughs> boxing. But before I let you go, yeah. I mean, you have this combination of like, you know, engineering and business and all that stuff and all these responsibilities. How do you like put it all together and balance it with your time? Um, I would say that I'm still trying to figure that out. Mm. Uh, so that's where I'm at right now. You know, just finding a way to, um, because it's not, it's, I mean, you can do, you can have all of these things, but like, True discipline is being able to, you know, align your priorities and mm. know exactly what matters. So right now, um, I still see myself, and this is what my trainer says, Omar, he says, like, he sees himself as a citizen of the earth. It's like, I see myself as, as right now, I'm just absorbing, you know, just to equip myself with enough tools to make, you know, decisions when that time come mm. right now. But, you know, right now I know, I'm, I have the conviction that all of this is going to come together to one piece. Wow. Thank you so much for coming you, to the sir. blackout today. Appreciate you having me, man. Appreciate it. Thank you.